a witch cooks up trouble when she revives a dead serial killer's son as a giant psychopathic gingerbread man intent on killing the girl who had him executed. Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Copulators Die First. Hey, Ashley. Hi, Nick. Um, Merry almost Christmas. It is almost Christmas. We are how many days away? Ten? Ten um, days. Ten days, and I see you in eleven. So how about that? Yeah, it's it's a countdown, like legit now. Um so this is one of those movie uh descriptions where i'm like uh really that was a lot of language that made it sound like there was actually a plot and there was not i know i was like is that what i watched Mm, yeah so this week we are talking about the um i'm gonna say it's one of those movies that's like you love to hate and it's It has a special place on the shelf when it comes to, I want to call this a B-rate horror film, but I feel like it's, is C-rated a thing? Because, like, that's more along the lines of what I would call it. But regardless, um, The Ginger Dead Man, the original, not one of the two sequels with problematic titles, um... Uh, but this one does have the problem of Gary Busey, so that's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, honestly, the scariest part of this movie is the beginning where he's actually in it because of his face. Oops, I said it. He's gross. Um, and like his teeth are like half of his face. And if he were to ever look at me and start saying, kitty and then whistling at me I would be like oh god like I want to shrivel into myself like I wish I had a turtle shell so that I could you know go into it um that's the level of uncomfortable that he makes me um but yeah we're just like coming in hot this week like this is a giant piece of trash it is a trash fire um whatever whatever you want to call it it's um not good yeah it's a hot (laughs) trash fire and i do know 
that our good friend B. Hendricks has met Gary Busey and has subsequently almost fought him in real life. So can vouch that he is a garbage person. That makes me prouder that she has done all my tattoos because she is the opposite of a garbage person. She is a wonderful human being and I'm sure she had very good reason in almost fighting him. And I would have loved to see that because Gary Busey seems to be quite top heavy with that set of chompers and he would have had no chance. So He would have gone down like a tree, man. And then it would have been really hard for him to get back up because he's not only a set of teeth with a brain, but um, he old. So I um, don't exactly remember the exact context of the altercation, but um, from what I do remember, he was being a disrespectful piece of shit. So, yeah. Um, So basically what you're saying is, when he portrayed the role of the ginger dead man, he was not stretching. Correct. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Cool. Um, At so least he's yeah. consistent. Uh, he is consistent. He will book the jobs that are appropriate. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think he's in... I don't know if he's in number two as the voice of the ginger dead man, but he's definitely not in number three. And the reason I know this is because, as usual, I go off on little internet, like, black holes, and I watched the trailer for the third one because I just, I needed to see, I needed to confirm it was real. Because Mm -hmm. the description is, the ginger dead man breaks out of jail. So this means that a um, walking, talking gingerbread man is in jail incarcerated and he breaks out of his cell i don't know what type of cell he was in um i hope it wasn't a normal human size one because that's stupid but then again this whole movie is stupid so that's probably the case but this jail in the third one happens to have a time machine in it And he escapes the jail by using the time machine almost as if by accident. And he takes himself to 1970s um, roller disco era somewhere in America. And there's a roller disco party happening. um, But the roller disco party, which is supposed to be set in the 1970s, uh, the the set designer, the costume designer, all really did a very bad job because it looked like 1990s teenagers dressing up like they were going to a 1970s themed roller disco party. But they all did a really bad job at making their costumes. Um, and the voice in the... <laughs> trailer which is like literally one minute um was not gary Busey's in any universe so i'm sure he was like i'm the ginger dead man i want ten thousand dollars and they were like nah brah um but i don't know why they needed to make a third one i don't know why they needed to make a second one who liked this movie enough that they were like we should make another one of this yeah and they did like ginger dead man versus the evil bong or whatever too yeah and like that, I get like funny, haha. I get it. Um, 
I've never seen Evil Bong, so maybe I should watch that. Just I've just never seen it either, but I'm sure it's terrible, and I'm sure our friends over at uh, the Worst Horror Podcast will cover it, or I Hope You Suffer will cover it. So, mm-hmm. speaking of Speaking of I Hope You Suffer, we still have to, like, do a collab. We've been talking about it forever. I know. We're just um terrible at organization. I, t- I mean... I no, that's not. It's the end of the year. Everybody's October was fully booked because hashtag horror podcasts. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then it's November and then it's December and here we are. So 2020 will be great and fabulous and we'll figure it out. But um, yeah, so before we end up talking in circles about how horrible this movie is, um, let's just break that cycle and get get to our you know weekly exercises so um first and foremost was there anything about this movie that you thought was spooky bitch no i thought it was all terrible yeah it was stupid as all hell and um it was also like another movie that was just over an hour it was like a it was like an hour and 11 minutes so it was a long time. It it felt so long. It was one of those movies, like, some movies can pack a lot into a short runtime. And then some movies are short because they have to be, because there's just nothing there. And they have to stretch to make that over the hour mark. And this is what happened here. Um, or at least I'm assuming and uh, I don't respect this film enough to do research on it, other than the fact that Gary, uh, Gary Busey is the voice of the ginger dead man. Um, but yeah, so here's honestly, not that this isn't spooky. I find it annoying, which is not in the same emotional realm as being scared but kind of like heightened emotions i was very annoyed because um so actually to back up a second the way that i chose to watch this film was on amazon prime and there is a season of elvira's 13 nights of um movies where she does commentary tracks on 13 bad movies and um the ginger dead man was one of them so i was like oh this will be fun i like elvira at least this will like make it a little bit more entertaining and all of her like little things that she like inserts herself to be like ha 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 weren't even really funny because it was her just figuring out different ways to say oh this is stupid like right like this movie is crummy um, you know, things along those lines. Um, so the one thing I will give her is she was like, in casting this movie, they really tried to find the worst, like, white man to play um, the ginger dead man. And they went through actors like um, Robert Downey Jr. And, you know, uh, Johnny Depp. And, um, like uh, Nick Nolte and thing and then, and Justin Bieber, 
And then they were like, and then they found Gary Busey and they were like, look no more. Um, and I'm losing my the, point. Oh, the fashion okay. too. The fashion like, is very 2005. Oh, the fashion is, there is no fashion. Hmm. Um, so, so, so she starts out the movie by describing the plot a little bit. And she says, you know, this is what you get when you mix the ashes of a serial killer with a couple drops of blood and ginger dead, a gingerbread seasoning mix. And I was like, okay, so like the whole premise here is that, you know, there's gingerbread mix and the ashes are in it and blood drips in it and it is like the summoning of a thing. But never once in the movie was that ever actually like profiled or explained. Nope. Um, and just like how you did in describing the movie, what we're supposed to know magically is that the the witch is Gary Busey's character's mother who practices dark magic. Um, and she requested to have her son's ashes sent to her after he was executed in jail. Um, and... She then mixed his ashes with gingerbread seasoning mix and delivered it to the bakery of the woman who Gary Busey's character killed her father and brother as revenge for killing her son. But none of that was 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 fleshed out at all. None of that actually was in the movie. All of that was described outside of the actual viewing experience. So that makes this movie horrendous because it literally is ineffective 100%. And on top of that, the blood dripping in the, I guess it was like the, 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 the giant thing of flour and gingerbread spices um, how did they, as bakery owners, not notice the blood dripping in? And on top of that, the girl who is the, quote, main character who, you know, whose testimony put Gary Busey's character on death row, I suppose. How did she pulled the, the guy's hand to cut himself to the tin of spices? And then neither of them noticed the blood dripping in. It was a whole hot mess. Like, this is like health code violations up the wazoo. Um, also, they kept putting their finger in whatever batter was in the mixer and then tasting it. And that's another health code violation up the wazoo. But what they were mixing did not look like cookie batter. It looked like bread dough. Mm-hmm. So there's just like, a, a, as a fat person connoisseur of baking and food in general, I have a lot of problems with the premise of these people owning a bakery because they don't have any fucking clue what they're doing. Um, they baked blood and someone's ashes into bread dough that miraculously turned into a gingerbread man because they basically put I'm assuming like 
nutmeg, cinnamon, etc., delivered by a witch into a bread. It's a whole thing. It's a stupid ass thing. I'm giving it way too much playtime, so we're just gonna stop. But regardless, it's stupid. And then, like the little, I guess you would call it like a creature effect, the little ginger dead man thing, um, was horrible. And didn't even look like the thing on the cover of the movie. No, it's it's terrible. I just don't I, I I don't comprehend any of this. Like there like this is like this is a step beyond being able to enjoy this as a bad film for it being bad. Like this is just like there's there's no wrap back around. There there's there's no redeeming qualities here. And there probably is for some people. I just can't find them. And I think it's mostly because I just don't like Gary Busey, but that's you know whatever. Um but anyway in summation, what is spooky bitch is that this movie is just a giant turd trash fire. Somebody actually made this movie? Somebody that's what spooky bitch. Somebody made this movie and was like, let's do it. Also, I hated the ending. It was like, oh, some old witch looking lady delivered these cookies. And it's like, okay, what does that mean? Like they just like the last shot was the shot of those really poorly made gingerbread cookies, which looked like they were made of cardboard. And it was like, okay, so it wasn't seemingly winter time. And then those fucking kids are like, oh, do you have any gingerbread cookies? Nobody actually likes gingerbread cookies. Unless it is specifically December and Christmas time, no one is seeking out gingerbread and no one is seeking out fruitcake. And no one in this movie was seeking out fruitcake, but I'm just making a point. Both of those things are specifically very holiday-centric foods. I love a ginger snap all year long. Oh, same. Ooh, especially if they're iced. Yeah. And and especially if it's like different, like if there's like ground ginger, crystallized ginger, fre- like fresh, like give me all the gingers, make my mouth spicy in that ginger-y type of way. I love it. But gingerbread is a very specific concoction of molasses and spices and it, it can be really hard. It can be really soft. It, either way, it's typically not the most delicious thing unless you're really great at it. And you know what? Maybe I haven't had a good gingerbread in my life. But the point being is that no child is going to a bake sale and being like, do you have gingerbread? They'd be like, do you have sugar cookies? Do you have cupcakes? Do you have brownies? Um, right. Bake sale for like, foods. Right. And like, so, and then, and then, like, okay, so they, they killed, they killed Gary Busey, Ginger Dead Man. Um, they were going to close regardless because they weren't making business. So I don't think that big sale open? was going to help, TBH. Right. So what kept them open? I don't know. All I know is that the mom slash grandma was a drunk. Oh, and she was like not great at being a drunk either. Yeah, she was just trying to like shoot everybody. Um, um I have shoot the competition. With... Yeah. Um the whole her shooting the banner thing. I, she 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 had a like uh, not that I know a lot about guns, but I do know from playing plenty of video game with you know, choose your gun, weapon, arsenal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um that bitch was using a um 
a pump action shotgun. Yeah, you're not going to get that kind of accuracy, friend. You're yeah, and and, and that the, so yeah, she she's shooting up into the sky. The the bullet's going to go down. So hopefully it's not even hitting the building because property damage is not right. Um but yeah, she's not hitting that fucking thing. Um and then she's constantly drinking Jack Daniel's specifically right out of the bottle. Um, yeah, it was just, and then her finger got cut off and it was mm-hmm. like, that was, and, and I was like, oh, that cheap piece of costume jewelry was your wedding ring. Interesting. Um, but you know, again, da fuck. Um, and then like the whole, the, who, who, who thought like a guy that was into wrestling was a good character archetype for that guy and then and then he ate gary Busey's head and then there was blood and guts inside the cookie so it's like oh are we directly stealing from child's play and like um also some activated charcoal because his mouth turned black yeah and yeah so when so when gary Busey possessed him why did that happen like why did he get all like dark mouth dark eyes weird looking thing like yeah okay cool answers we'll never find so let's leave it at that and that's what spooky bitch um i could talk about how these characters are problematic for hours so let's open the library very quickly and then leave very quickly as well because this does not need to be a long episode we do not need to waste many more minutes of our breath on this so the one thing i have a problem with is um like who i don't even know her fucking name but um like beauty queen girl right um she's a fucking cunt number one um like putting a rat in someone's food establishment is something that someone might think about but then should never actually be mentally um uninhibited enough to actually do which proves that she's a complete sociopath with no remorse or regret. Um, I think, again, that's giving the screenwriters way too much credit here because that's probably not something that they were considering. But um, her whole, like, don't touch my face thing and then the ginger dead man, like, cut her on her cheek and she was like, my face is ruined. Yeah, bitch, you're fine. Like, shut the fuck up. Put a boo-boo band-aid on it and call it a day. Yeah, like, you'll heal up, you're young, you have good skin still, like, you won't even have a scar, probably, but, um, she was just, I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't want to, I could, I can't, I will not, um, and then, like, her father, like, I understand, like, wanting to buy out other businesses when you're, like, a, quote, property mogul and things like that, but he was just skeevy as all hell. Like, go back to the grease farm that you crawled out of. Like, he died. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and then, and then the, and then the, the daughter being like, "Oh, daddy, you're dead. Wow. Let me take this ring off of your finger. I miss you, daddy. What the oh. fuck? 
It's like a trailer park Christmas. Uh, it's like a trailer park trash fire. Um, Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then the whole opening sequence, I just could not with the Gary Busey calling the girl Kitty and like it's just it was so it was so problematic. I couldn't. Um and that one girl had crinkle curls. She had crinkle curls. She really did. Was that the same was that the same actress? Like I don't even know. I don't know. I couldn't even tell. Like that's the thing. Like maybe their budget was so low they had to just recycle one person. I I mean because they spent all their money on Gary Busey. They probably did. That's number one. Um, because clearly they did not invest that much into um, the little ginger dead man thing. Like, was it a hand puppet? Was it made of styrofoam? Like, I feel like it was kind of made of like like some type of rubber cement styrofoam type of situation. Um, and then like they clearly like took a little baby like doll hand and poked it out of the dough in the beginning. And oh, then, yeah. and then, and then the ginger dead man doesn't actually have fingers. Like it's just all over the place. Like this movie is like the girl at prom that shows up already wasted because like they snuck little like teeny tiny bottles of like peach schnapps into the limousine yes and then they get there and they continue to drink probably vodka out of a poland spring water bottle or something and then like an hour in she's like spinning on the dance floor Maybe she's already gyrated all up on her date. Maybe not because her date might be gay. That's definitely a possibility. And then she's like, oh, fuck, it's coming. There is no time to get out of the way. There is no time to prepare. Her entire body just rejects everything that she's put in it. That puke is this movie. Yeah. And that's how they make the ginger dead man. They just form it out of the puke. He, yeah, he just he pops up out of it. And yeah. he's like, surprise, I'm here. Surprise, I'm here. You didn't ask for me, but I'm here. Yeah, that's it. Like, we didn't, I didn't ask for this. Um, so, can we quickly discuss the um, Rotten Tomatoes rating on this? Because I was shook. Um, sure. Let's talk about it. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gave this 60%. Yeah. How? Rotten Tomatoes is notoriously, like, basically the least forgiving for anything that we've looked at thus far. Yeah. Um, I, it's hard to comprehend that Rotten Tomatoes, which is an aggregate site of many, many actually professional movie critics saw some type of merit in this film to give it like anything above like I don't know like a 30% like I don't I don't understand I don't either um, I was all shocked I know, yeah like like when we agreed on this movie we didn't really know that much about it it was just like oh you know the ginger dead man it's like one of those like 
throw away be like christmas horror movies it'll be fun haha it's festive it's appropriate yeah Yeah, whatever but um it's none of those things it's neither festive nor appropriate we were just like so taken aback and off guard by this horrendous creation um yeah is there a google users rating um i don't know all i know is that this film was an egregious use of power 58 mm. percent of google users like this movie that's still that's higher than i expected you got a 3.4 on imdb how i don't know i feel like i don't know it's, you know what it's fine where i i don't wanna anymore i don't I don't want to think about it. So ugh, the library is closed. <laughs> closed for business. It has been shut down. This movie closed it for this movie, much like the bakery, is now closed for business, or at least it should have been. Because like Jesus, like also they had fully stocked, um, a, like a fully stocked bakery, bread, cookies, cakes, like all the things. How long has that shit been sitting there? Um, I don't know, but the rat seemed to be into it, so... I mean, that rat was really into that role. But, like, let's be honest. Um, who... The real winner of this film is that rat. Because he got to, like, go on, like, a smorgasbord ride of his life. Four for Um, you, Glen Coco. More gluten for you, Glen Coco. None for you, Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. Like, this movie might have given me a gluten intolerance. Yeah, I think this movie just, um, I think we've beat it up enough, man. Yeah. So the library is closed. Um, I don't like anyone in this movie enough to do fuck, Mary kill. Would you agree with that? No, they're all terrible. They're all terrible. Everybody should get killed. Okay, so then we're on the same page there. So moving along, um, how could we have avoided this? Um... Just don't make this movie, ultimately. Like, it's not even that, like, the things that happen in this film, I want to be able to see these characters have avoided them. I just don't want to see this movie. So just don't make this film. But that already happened. So someone needs to go to jail. Right. Um, And that is that. So to round this off real quick... um. <laughs> Jocko Lantern ratings. <laughs> zero. Zero out of five. Oh. Could you give it wow. zero? I don't think we can. Um, I mean, I can I, you... at least be diplomatic and give it a one. Okay. Because I was going to say, you are the host of this podcast. You can do whatever you want. You're also the host of this podcast. But I mean, if I could, if I could, I would give it zero stars. Yeah. I would give it zero stars if I could. Um, another shout out to Peach to Sandy Water to it. Um, we just want to be your friends, please. <laughs> anyway, um, honestly, I was kind of thinking of giving it a half of a jack-o'-lantern. Sure. Um, so, so in the summation, that is a 1.5 jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> um, definitely one of the lower ratings that we've given a movie. Yeah. Um, I think, we, I think we might have like 
I think we might have actually given a better score to like furry knights. I think so too. Um, it at least had a story. I think it. I, I think it had a story. It definitely had more of a story than this movie. Right. Um. So yeah. Um. Ginger Dead Man. I'm not gonna say don't watch it, but I'm gonna say don't expect anything from it. You're gonna be wasting an hour and eleven minutes of your life. And if you're fine with that, then go ahead. You know, like if you're a horror fan like us that just wants to experience all of the things, then do it. But don't say we didn't warn you that it's really fucking bad. Literally. Don't say we didn't warn you. Yeah. Um, it's a horror movie starring Gary Busey. I don't think I was expecting much. Yeah, I mean, I was. So that's why expect- I gave it a one star because I wasn't expecting much, and much w- and not much was delivered. <laughs> yeah, no, I I wasn't expecting much. Nothing ultimately was delivered. I just <sighs> the premise here is definitely stupid, but they could have at least presented it in a way that was like visually appealing and they did not and like just the logistics of the world that we live in like i don't like i don't own a bakery you don't own a bakery i don't think i know anyone that owns a bakery to be quite honest but do do bakeries have walk-in ovens that look like kilns no i don't think so okay that 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 I was confused about that. Like, I'm pretty sure they don't. Like I like commercial ovens. Like usually it's just like a wall of commercial ovens, you know. And like maybe it's even those type of like convection ovens where like you do push in like a whole cart full of trays of something, and then it spins around. And then it's done after whenever amount of time. But I was like, this is a walk-in. That just seems dangerous. You should not have a walk-in oven. Right. Um, It sounds like a crematorium to me. Yeah. And like even like the controls, like it looked like a kiln slash crematorium type of situation. Like, I don't know what was going on. A holiday Um, crematorium, if you would. Oh, ho, ho. Um... Also, yeah. not one mention of Santa. Disappoint. Yeah. Also, was it even Christmas time? I no, don't. don't think so. Like, why were they getting this delivery of, quote, gingerbread seasoning? Like, was that something they were expecting? Because they made it seem like they were. Um, And if they weren't, then I'm really confused and concerned. Because you're like, oh, cool. This random box with a label that was printed on somebody's like jet laser printer that was taped on. I'm totally going to put this into this food that I am creating to sell to other people and they will ingest. And I want them to be happy and not, you know, affected negatively in some way. Um, Yeah, no, it was health code violations up the wazoo, as I said. Okay, so all that being said, recommendations? <laughs> um, do I have any? I don't think I have any this week. Okay, um, totally fair. My recommendation would be 
I actually really enjoy this Elvira series on Amazon uh, because after watching The Ginger Dead Man, I then watched the original Puppet Master, which oh, is also okay. another one of these. And I've always wanted to see the original Puppet Master, but it's like never available anywhere. And I'm too cheap to rent it um, because, hi, I am me. Um, but I was like, oh, my God, great. And I will say that was an enjoyable experience. I will, however, say it's another movie that makes almost no sense. And then there's like 11 sequels and there's Nazis at some point. So I'm not saying I'm going to watch any more of the Puppet Master movies, but at least I've now seen the original. Um, and Elvira was there. So um, the e- actual Evil Bong is one of the other movies that she covers. Um, I started watching, but didn't finish something called demonic toys, which I'll, I'll probably finish today, but it's on prime. It's faux free. Um, it's like silly little, like hour and some odd minute movies that, um, you know, when you want some trash to watch, it's super fun. And, um, that's kind of what Elvira is all about is like taking trash and turning it into, not so much trash. Um, I was gonna say treasure, but that's like a dra- that's one of, that's some drag queen's tagline. I don't want to steal it from them. I think it's Alaska, actually. Could be. I think she said on season five she was like, "I take trash and turn it into treasure." Um. Anyway. Um, I don't think I have any other recommendations beyond that this week honestly which is again totally fine um like it's literally gonna be christmas day before we know it and um bitch knows an apartment's gotta get cleaned so maybe i'll have more recommendations next week for our last holiday episode for the season um no I'm wrong about that. No, we have one more. Yeah. Yeah. I am lying. Anyway. Uh, that is that. Is there anything we need to have a little gay meeting about really quick? Nope. Not at all. Everything has been summation. Nothing exciting happened this week. So, um, I mean, we, we, we never, we, we, we never, um, acknowledged that there's something different about our theme song but there is but there is nick uh produced something special for us and more on that for paranormal pansies stay tuned yeah i mean i didn't bring it up because i wanted to be patted on the back but thank you um i just meant more so because um i remember how everyone liked the more dancey version of our theme song during halloween so hopefully you guys like our new and improved CDF theme song. Um, I'll probably post about it this week at some point. I've been kind of lackadaisical with our Instagram, but um, that's okay. Tis the holidays. You get yeah, caught up and stuff. Tis the holidays, beach. Um, and yeah, so the only other thing I would like to do is just say hi to. Um, Everyone that listens, 
we now have like a pretty well carved out demographic um, in our analytics. So I just want to say hi to the to the top five places in the world that um, listen to our podcast. So in the United States, New Jersey, Ohio, New York, Pennsylvania, California, Virginia, Texas, Florida, and Oregon are the states where we have the majority of our listeners. So anybody there, hi, thank you for listening. Um, second, the, the region that has the second most is the United Kingdom. And specifically, most of our listeners are in England. And in England, they're in Gateshead, Rochester, Jarrow, London, um, Chalfant St. Giles, Birmingham, Chatham, York, Cambridge, Bedford, Manchester, um, Bexley Heath, and Hemel Hempstead. I hope I didn't mispronounce any of those it's a mouthful um and then third would be kuwait um shocking kuwait um i'm honestly not gonna try to butcher anything but i will say that most of our listeners in kuwait are specifically in kuwait city so that makes things easy on me um Fourth place is Canada. Um, the majority of our listeners are in Ontario and British Columbia, but we also have some in Alberta and Saskatchewan. So, hi everybody in Canada. And finally, our fifth on the list is Australia, which is exciting because I love your accent. I will not try to use it. Um, but most of our listeners in Australia are in. New South Wales, Victoria, and South Australia. So, hi, everybody. If we didn't cover your country, um, that's mainly because you're not in the top five and you're less than 1%. So, if you want to get a shout-out of your place of living, then tell other people about us. And, honestly, it's the holiday season it's the reason for the season, um, giving and receiving, etc. So if you listen and you enjoy our voices and our stupid film faggotry, faggotron, anyway, you get the point. And you haven't reviewed our podcast yet, then give us the greatest gift of all and go rate us on Apple podcasts. Um, follow us on Spotify. If you don't follow us on whatever platform and subscribe, um, because all that helps us get pushed up the charts. And honestly, more than anything, just give us a review so you can help us help you have a more enjoyable listening experience. Um, and that is that. And, you know, we really love talking to each other, but we also would really love to talk to you guys more. So, again, in the spirit of giving, 
send us DMs with your thoughts, questions, concerns, etc. on the Instagrams um, at Copulator Diverse Pod. Um, on the Twitter at CDF pod, um, email us at copulators, podcast at gmail.com. And, um, if me blabbing on about this, you have, um, zoned out, that's okay. Just go to our website, copulators, All of our information is there. Um, and I think that is that. So Merry almost Christmas. Um, if you're going to eat a gingerbread man, drown him in milk first or something, just in case. Just be on the safe side. Um, and don't watch this movie. The end. The end. Keep on creeping on, pumpkins, and we will see you next week. Goodbye.